Well, we have in our first reading from Genesis the famous story of Joseph and his brothers. And it's a very tragic story. It's very sad. It's it's meant to really elicit our compassion for Joseph. And uh, that is so precisely because it is is Joseph's brothers, it's his own brothers that sell him into slavery. You know, if you think it was someone else that came and pulled Joseph out of the well and and uh, sold him into slavery, you'd be like, okay, well, that makes sense. But if it's his own brothers, that's that's the real tragedy of it, is it's his own flesh and blood. And uh, so it's very, very sad. That ties into something I'll just point out here in our gospel. Jesus says something very interesting. Okay, he's really talking about the transition of the the kingdom of God from the Old Testament people to the New Testament people. And uh, he is focusing, yes, on the chief priests and the religious leaders, the Pharisaic religious leaders of his day, and how the power of the kingdom of God is going to be taken from them. But he's also speaking about the nation of Israel in, in a little bit of a broader sense, okay? Uh, I don't want to get into, sometimes people have this idea that God has completely rejected the Jewish people and they're just accursed and all this kind of stuff. And that's not what I'm talking about, okay? Um, it's clear in our tradition and in Scripture that God has a very important role for the Jewish people. They're central in that he's not done with them. They're still on his in his uh, providential plan. And um, so very, very important to always have respect for our our, our Jewish uh, friends. So I'm not advocating any kind of idea of like this utter, you know, rejection of the Jewish people. But certainly in terms of where the uh, the spearhead of God's kingdom of God on earth is located, yes, God is transferring that location from the Jewish leadership and the, the, the blood ties that bound their religion and their identity together. He's transferring them over to something else. What's that? The church. It's the church. Okay? But it's very interesting the word that he uses to actually denote the church. He actually says this. And so it's kind of a small point that's not maybe noticed very easily. It says, um, uh, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people. Okay, you can also translate it a nation. And in the original Greek, it actually is the root of our word ethnicity. Okay, ethne. And so it has the idea of a nation or a people group, but it also has the connotation of blood to it. Isn't that interesting? Now, now it's a metaphor. But it's interesting to think about the church as uh, like almost an ethnicity. And the ancient um, apologists, some of the ancient theologians from the second century, Catholic theologians from the second century, um, who were into debating the pagan philosophers of their day and kind of making a, a, a rational defense for the um, for Christianity. One of the, these authors, ancient authors, refers to Christianity as a third race. Very interesting, a third race. To think of Christians as a third race. You've got pagans, you've got Jews, and then you've got Christians. Christians are the third race. Okay, now, I think probably one of the fundamental characteristics of Christianity is that, is that the Christian church is drawn from all different bloods and ethnicities. Okay, I mean, that's the whole point. We have a universal religion now. It's not tied to, to a specific blood. But 
to compare the Christian church to a, a, a people group that's tied together by ties of blood is something I think that's important for us to do. We need to conceive of ourselves and one another as brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers and relation and blood ties. It's very important. So, you know, I was discussing with a friend recently how, you know, he and I were talking about people are today, I think, are treating the Pope as if he's this elected official, you know, because we have this American idea that you criticize your politicians. Of course, rational criticism of your politicians is legitimate, and that's what we're supposed to do in a democracy. Uh, let's not get nasty, um, but we can we can have differences, you know. But I think we apply that now to church leaders, you know, as if they're elected officials and you just like, you know, you criticize them. You don't even know what the heck you're talking about. And you just, you shoot from the hip and you hear something on the news and you criticize the church leader, you know. And it's kind of sad. We, we really need to regard one another as brothers and sisters and the Pope is our father. You know, I'm not going to go and criticize and badmouth my father in public and private, let alone, okay. So it's, it's a paradigm shift. And, you know, we look back at that first story from Genesis and you see, Oh my gosh, it's this Joseph's own brothers sold him into slavery. How terrible is that? Can we really, you know, regard the, the, the church as a nation, as a people group that's got ties of blood and that we're a distinct identity? You know, so often it's like we, we, we rather identify ourselves according to where we live or what sports team we like or, you know, our national identity or, uh, you know, our political affiliation or whatever. Really, our fundamental identity, it's got to be that we're Catholic. That's got to be the first and foremost fundamental identity. And it's not a bigotry. We love everybody. But at the same time, we have to have that sense of self-identity. And really, those who are also our brothers and sisters in the church, we need to hold them close to ourselves in our minds and in our hearts in that regard. So, my brothers and sisters, as we travel through Lent, let's see if we can kind of re-envision our, our paradigm of the church to think of it as a nation, as a people group, tied together by, by ties of blood, uh, even if we're just using that in a metaphorical sense. And that way we'll be able to more easily regard one another as brothers and sisters in Christ.